right guys, welcome back to episode four of Lab Rats. Today, I'm gonna to be doing a solo episode because I get a lot of questions around, how do I succeed as a creative entrepreneur? You know, how do I build a production company? How do I get my name out there? How do I attract opportunities? And really, how do I just do something that I love and actually make money from it? This and many other questions like it are things that I get asked on the daily. And while I'm not saying I have it all figured out or that I've perfected the process, I will say there are three principles that every hyper successful creative utilizes. And I want to talk to you about those today. Before I talk about those principles, though, I want to really address where I'm coming from because you're like, okay, who is this guy trying to give me some advice about how to succeed? And if you don't know me, let me just give you a brief synopsis. I didn't pick up a camera until after high school in 2013, and I really was just a photographer. Dabbled in that for a little while, and fast forward to 2016, really hadn't done much with it other than take portraits, things like that, fell in love with the process, but really had never converted that into money. I started taking photos at weddings, doing that basic thing where I was able to garner money, but as far as turning video into cash, that really didn't happen until probably 2017. I started doing videos and really didn't understand how to actually make money and bring value to people. It was just little travel videos with my friends. I'm like, why aren't people hiring me and giving me work? But anyway, I'll talk about that in a second. So fast forward through 2017, I became a freelancer. I was shooting everything from weddings to creating funeral slideshows to piano recitals, whatever I could get my hands on that people would pay me for, I was doing. Eventually, I knew that I wanted to be more of a creative entrepreneur. I didn't want to do everything on my own. So I started a production company, Avenue Film Co. in 2018. Over the course of two, two and a half years, me and my business partner built that up where we had a team of seven other people with us. It was an incredible experience. From there, we sold our company to a hyper-successful billion-dollar company called Route. While we were there, I was able to take over director of content and media, was able to learn a lot there. Um, after that experience, I came back out and started Film Lab, which is the current production company and project that I've been working on with my amazing team over the past almost two years, which is exciting. So it's crazy to see all the progress and the things that I've learned over the past you know, decade of being a creative, of attempting to be an entrepreneur, of building a social following in a community. All these things have really come together and come to fruition within Film Lab. And I've been able to see some really great success that I really hadn't experienced before this. And so I kind of want to just give you guys that perspective of who I am and where I'm coming from. So, you know, okay, he's done this before. He might know what he's talking about. And so, yeah, I just want to give that context before I dive into this. So over the course of my career, I've been able to grow my Instagram over 120,000 followers. I've been able to build an incredible community that I've been able to monetize at times or be able to lean on for opportunities to work with different brands. I've worked with brands like Air Jordan, DJI, Sephora, Lonely Ghost. And then I've also been able to work with and connect with creators that you might know, like Sam Newton, Brady Bissett, Matt Como, Rory Kramer. I've met some really incredible people and had a lot of really cool experiences. And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm really saying this because the principles that I'm about to share with you are the things that I apply to help me get there, to help me succeed. So without further ado, let's dive into principle number one, which is if your work is no good, people will not hire you. What's funny is I remember back in like 2016, 2017, when I was just dabbling in video, 
I didn't really understand why people weren't hiring me. I didn't understand why I wasn't getting money because look at these cool visuals, man. I was backflipping out by the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge. I was running around with cute gals with snow falling or at a waterfall. And I didn't really understand why that wouldn't be very attractive to a business, why a business wouldn't hire me or pay me to do stuff. Well, yes, maybe my visuals in and of themselves were, were beautiful. It wasn't actually good. It wasn't actually bringing any value to a business. Why would a business want to hire a guy who's backflipping and running around waterfalls that didn't really mean anything and didn't really do anything for them? How was I going to bring them value? And so it's, it's kind of two parts, right? Getting good is figuring out how am I going to perfect my craft, my skill, which is to make videos that look good, to make sure the audio is clean. But then the other half is not just about aesthetics, it's about how am I bringing value and how am I gonna bring results? And that those first two things were very difficult for me to understand how they merged because I was all about the visuals. I was all about how is it looking. I remember going to California with some buddies and I filmed and put together this project that I was so proud of. And I mean, everything worked out. I remember we're driving on a freeway, we see this cool building, we pull over, we go up the stairs. Talmadge was there with me, and it was so fun in California. We go up these stairs. We get to the rooftop of this building. We are overlooking the LA skyline. Everything was just perfect. We're up there just having a blast. Just the floor underneath us, there were some people who were filming a music video, right? They decided to come up to the top floor. So here we were, just a couple of Utah kids sitting out on this rooftop, and we have this rap hip-hop music video and all the crew and the cast and the talent coming up to hang out with us they're vibing they're hanging out we literally like got this string of lights that we we're doing jump rope with we're just messing around having a great time and i remember being like i have made it like look at how the stars are aligning not to mention the beautiful ocean and the waves that we were able to capture and just the experience of running around and being friends and just felt so authentic and so cool and I created this video and I was so proud of it. It was like two and a half minutes long. I threw it up on YouTube and I got a ton of attention, ton of pats on the back from all my friends and other individuals who were like, hey, this is sick. And then I sat there and I started wondering, okay, why is nobody hitting me up? Why does nobody want to pay me money? Like, I mean, this is comparable to Sam Calder or so I thought at the time that my untrained eye at, at least thought that. And I was wondering, well, why isn't movement reaching out to me? Why are why are these opportunities not coming to me? And what I didn't realize is I wasn't creating something that would bring them value. Now, if I were to go back, what I would do in that very same situation is I'm out there in California with my friends. Maybe I make sure I have a couple of movement watches on. I'm getting really cool shots of the watch, you know, the classic, you know, handout towards the sun, um, maybe shots of some cool people wearing it, whatever. I'm actually capturing the product in a lifestyle scenario that was cool and exciting. And then I could send it over to movement and say, hey, look at what I made on my own. I think this could be really cool. I know how to capture your watches. I know how to create an enticing element of vibe. Hire me for your next project. Let me Give me an opportunity. Give me a shot. And then what they're able to see is, you know, it's the whole principle of show, don't tell. right? And telling these people, I can bring you value. I can make beautiful things. But until I was actually making the beautiful things and showcasing the value, I wouldn't get hired. So at the end of the day, if you want to succeed, you need to actually be good at what you're trying to sell. Whether you're a designer, a artist, a filmmaker, a photographer, 
you're owning a product company, whatever it is, your product or your skill set and whatever you're selling needs to actually be good. Like you need to be good at your craft and then it needs to bring value to the end user. Even if it's just means the painting goes up on the wall and it's something they're proud of, the portrait you took can be a LinkedIn headshot, the product you're selling can ease a pain point that they're having in their life, whatever it may be, you need to actually bring them value at the end of the day. And so that's principle number one, that if your work isn't good, if it's not helping somebody, then you will not get hired and you will not get opportunities. Principle number two, I have such a soft spot for because I have been able to apply this principle to succeed in my life. And I've also seen other people that I care about apply it to their life and become hyper successful. And principle number two is build your network. We've all heard that extremely repetitive saying that your network is your net worth. And that really is true. One of the best examples I can think of is my friend, Danny Garcia. Danny is this guy where you can hit him up. You can invite him to do something absolutely for free, right? You're saying, hey, bro, you want to come help me shoot this? You want to come hang out and do this? Whatever it is. And his words are, I'm down. He's always down. And it was crazy what he did and how he applied this principle of being down and being willing to network with people to become very successful as a filmmaker. Danny was just a cop. He was just a regular guy, but he worked for the sheriff's office and he had that career for four or five years and eventually got to the point where he's like, no, I need to change. I want to pursue filmmaking. So I think at the beginning of 2021, he literally moved from Idaho left everything behind. He knew almost nobody here. He moved here to Utah and immediately started reaching out to individuals. Me and him actually met on Call of Duty playing online, which is kind of funny. But he started reaching out to different individuals and making friendships and focusing on friendship first. And what he did is he brought value first. He said, hey man, if you ever need anything, you need somebody to fly a drone, you need somebody to shoot BTS for you, I'm there. And I kind of always had that in the back of my mind. An opportunity never really came. But I remember... I was going to shoot a project for Said the Sky at Red Rocks in Colorado. And I was flying out there and we had this group chat for homies who'd play Call of Duty. And I literally said, hey, we have an extra extra ticket or an extra pass if anybody wants to come to Colorado and shoot. Obviously, can't pay for your flight, but if you want to come hang, you can. And Daniel's like, I'm literally in Colorado right now filming a wedding. He's like, I'm going to cancel my return flight, book a new flight home, and I'm going to come shoot with you guys. He was always down. And he came out, he shot with us, he had the best energy, he was gassing everybody else up, encouraging them, making all of us just have a great time. And that one experience working with Danny, we didn't pay him anything, um, he really was just there bringing good vibes, we used a couple of his shots in the final recap video. But the real value was brought in us feeling like we had a friend. It, was, it wasn't a transactional relationship. He was literally there to just bring value. He was just excited to be doing what he was doing. And that excitement and that passion is so infectious. Every single one of us started feeling so grateful and excited about what we were able to do and what we were filming. And guess what? He left such a great impression that any time I have had opportunities come up since, whether they were paid or unpaid, he's one of the first people I call because I know when he's there, he's gonna have a positive attitude I know that he actually cares about me as a person. He wants me to succeed. Anytime we're on set, he's not there trying to talk himself up. He's not trying to slide his way in with a client and see if he could get side work. He is there to build us up, to encourage Film Lab, to make Mitch look his best. And because of that, I have such a massive loyalty 
towards him. And, and essentially, during this whole process, he has been refining his skill set. So whenever he comes on set, he's practicing, he's learning and improving. And when he's not on set with us, he's working on his own projects. He's growing and improving. So every time I would bring him out, I never paid him at first, really, because we just didn't have the budget. But I knew he was down. And I knew he wanted to be there. And he's become a crucial part of our team. And I really attribute that to his approach with building a network. He brought me value first. He showed me loyalty. He cheered on Film Lab. He shared our work. He's done all this stuff. He played everything right without asking for anything in return. He tried to bring us value. And when we felt that and when we saw that, we all here at Film Lab made it almost our personal mission to give him opportunities to support him in the ways that he's growing, the things that he's doing. And I can't help but say this guy has literally taught me a masterclass on how to actually build your network. And it's by providing value first. And so you might be wondering, okay, well, why do I really need a network? If I'm really good at what I do, then, you know, people will just hire me directly. And I also will say that I used to have this mindset where I was like, hey, I just want to make all the money. If I do all the work, first of all, it simplifies things to some degree. And I just deal with all the things that are rough by myself. Yeah, I'm going to be the guy carrying the camera. I'm going to be directing. I'm going to be monitoring audio. Yes. And I'm going to have to edit it. But if I do that, I'm going to be making all the money. I get to keep 100% of the 1500 bucks that I'm going to make for this video. And while yes, that was true, and it might have been applicable and worked when I was on my early days, when I was just starting out, when budgets were a lot smaller, I said 1500 bucks, but I mean, I shot videos for $250 before, right? Anything to get started, it's totally fine to do the solo videographer thing. But if you want to truly succeed and you want to truly grow in your career and in your industry... Your community is so important, especially in the creative field. You cannot be a specialist at everything. You're going to be a generalist, meaning you're only going to be able to do 60% of the job as far as quality-wise as somebody who's a specialist could actually pull off. And so it got to the point where I started realizing, okay, yes, I could keep all the money myself, but my product is always going to be subpar. The thing that I deliver is never going to be good enough. I'm not having somebody else challenge me and offer different ideas. And so as I started growing and maturing, I realized, okay, now is not the time to try to keep it all for myself. Let's share the love. Let's bring opportunities to other people. And yes, maybe out of the $1,500 at the end of the day, outsourcing and bring other people in, maybe I'm only keeping 600, but I just brought value to other people. I put money in their pocket. My end product is gonna be significantly better because of that. And then lastly, I'm now less stressed because I have other people who are going to share the load. I'm going to be able to enjoy the process of creating, the process of building so much more because I had other people to lean on. So if you want to truly grow and progress, you need to have a network. You need to have a community of people that you can lean on, that you can reach out to. If a project's too big, I need a motion graphics artist to come in and help. I have people I can call. If I need to have clear, crisp audio on set, I have a guy I can call. If I need somebody who knows how to shoot on an Ari Alexa and run cinema lenses and gaff and build things out, I have people that I can call, right? And so being able to have that network of individuals that you can lean on when you're in out of your depth or you just need help is absolutely crucial. It doesn't matter what industry you are in. That's where you're going to get a lot of value. And I should say that you can also get opportunities because of your freaking network. So that can come from the creatives that you're connected with, 
Your network can be other business owners and other individuals you're connected with. Essentially, it's all about the people you know. Referrals are everything. So I cannot stress it enough. Building community, building a network is essential if you want to grow and succeed. Principle three is show your work. If you're not showing your work, if you're not putting out there, then you're probably not going to get hired. You're not going to get opportunities. Because again, it goes back to that principle, show, don't tell. You can tell people you're good at what you do. You can tell people that you know how to approach something or that you're going to bring and result and what you're creating is going to result in an ROI. But unless they can actually see that for themselves, they're probably not going to believe you and opportunities aren't going to come. And I am the biggest culprit of this. For years, I overthought everything that I was sharing. I was worried about the other creatives who were watching me, just assuming they're going to be hypercritical of anything that I put out. There were a lot of people who were following me that were way more talented than me. What would they think if I put out something subpar? And it was that concern with their perspective or their perception of me that held me back from actually sharing the work and yielding more opportunities for myself. And if I could go back and just shake younger Mitch and just say, share everything, showcase the process of you in your journey, in your, in your learning. Nobody is going to remember the video that you posted four months ago that was pretty mid. Nobody's going to remember that. At the end of the day, they are going to remember how often they see you. Frequency of showing up on the internet and being in front of people has brought me so many more results than having just the absolute best work possible. You know, because again, there are so many more people out there who are more talented than me, who have made better things than I can ever dream. I, I walked out of Oppenheimer the other day and I literally turned to Tal, who's riding here, Tal, you can, you can confess to this. I walked out of Oppenheimer, I was like, I will never make something that good. And it's not that I'm trying to doubt myself, it was just so far beyond what I could ever imagine. And you know what? That's okay. If I never do, and I would like to try to make a movie and make a feature and make something that stunning, but if I never was able to do something like that, that is okay. Nobody who's better than you is going to judge you in your early days, in, in the process, because they have been there before. They have sucked at their craft before too, but they stuck with it and they kept going and they progressed and became great. The only people who are going to comment on you maybe not being as good or try to point out flaws, I have found are generally people who aren't actually doing anything with their lives. It's been amazing to watch the people who will throw negative comments or try to be hypercritical of an editing technique or the way I lit something or whatever it may be, and you go to their page and it looks like they've never created a video in their entire life. And so interestingly enough, I let the fear of people that I look up to judging me hold me back from actually progressing and becoming more like them and succeeding. I had somebody who reached out to me. His name is Austin Brady. A year ago, he reached out to me and said, hey, I want to get myself on the map. I want to start having more opportunities because I want to build this production company. I also want to start building a personal brand. What do I do? We met up. We talked for like an hour and a half and you know, had a great conversation and gave him a couple of things and tasks almost that he could do to start building that business and that brand. And really the focus was, one, you need to just start sharing. You need to decide what you want to talk about and you need to start posting on your social media. Number two, you need a place to host your work. You need a website, um, your own social media for your business. Whatever it is, you need to have a place where people can see the things that you're developing, showcase your work, and have an example of what kind of value they're going to get back. 
And so over the course of the next, you know, four, five, six months, he would email me every couple of weeks and say, hey, just so you know, here's the updates I made. What would you suggest I do next? And I would just throw out, okay, refine this on your website, maybe shorten this, take down some of these other videos and focus on some of your best stuff here. And as he was applying those principles throughout this whole time, he started posting on his social media. He started sharing his work. He started pushing things out. And you know what happened? He started growing. He started building a community. He started building people who were excited about him, who were following him on his Instagram, on his YouTube, who were reaching out to his business to get him to come film something, whether it's a wedding, whether it's a business opportunity, whatever it is. And as he started showcasing his work, opportunities started coming for him. And what was interesting is, you know, I looked at Austin and said, oh, okay, he's just starting out. You know, he's in, he's young, he's hungry. I'm gonna cheer him on and support him in this process. And as he started sharing his work, I started noticing, wow, Austin's pretty good. Like he's, he's a lot better than I thought. And I started seeing over time how he was improving faster and faster and faster because he was actually putting it out there for an audience to see. And now I was aware of his growth. And so as he was sharing those things, after a while, we got to the point at Film Lab where we need somebody to come in and do some part-time editing, two, three days a week for us. And the first person who came to my mind was Austin because he had been sharing and posting his work. I'd seen his progress as a filmmaker. I'd seen how consistent and trustworthy and loyal he was to us as well. And I was like, that's a guy we're going to give opportunities to. We reach out to him. We hired him a couple days a week. He's now back to focusing on his business, but he's still helping me and putting together edits and stuff for my own social media. And that opportunity came because I saw him putting out work. I saw his progress. And when I thought of somebody who I needed to come on and edit, he was the first person who came to my mind. So anyway, shout out to Austin. Absolute stud. Definitely recommend giving him a follow if you haven't. But guys, these principles, these three principles that I shared, I swear by. I have been able to find a lot of success and I am only gonna continue to find more success because I am applying these three principles, which are get good at your craft, then people will hire you, build a community or build a network, and then actually share your work. Now, I have seen people apply even just one or two of these principles and be hyper successful. For example, they get really, really good at their craft and so through people talking about them or seeing whatever, you know, they're able to get opportunities and jobs. I've seen people who really aren't that great at what they're doing, but they have an incredible network and people who love them and want to see them succeed. And so they give them opportunities and jobs. But what I will say is, yes, you can be successful even applying just one of these principles, but you will be hyper massively successful if you apply all three. And I've been able to see that in my own life. So I would encourage you, if you're listening, you're a young entrepreneur, you're a young creative, or maybe an old creative, whatever, wherever you're at right now, take an honest like look in the mirror. Say, what am I doing and what am I not doing? Why am I not where I want to be? And see if maybe there's some of these principles that you aren't applying. Maybe you actually aren't that good at what your craft is and the product that you're trying to sell isn't that great. Maybe you need to improve your skill set so that it will be easier to sell because then people will hire you. Maybe you're trying to do the whole thing solo and that really is a hard journey and a hard path to actually be able to scale and grow. So yeah, maybe you need to go shake some more hands, DM some more people, make some more friends. Go and do that. Or maybe you're just somebody who's gatekeeping all of your work. You have 
57 drafts in your Instagram posts. You haven't posted because you're overthinking everything and you're sitting there wondering why the phone's not ringing or the emails aren't coming in. Well, look, take an honest look at yourself. See how you can apply some of these principles, how you can make some changes and watch what will happen if you stay consistent in pursuing and applying these principles. I can't tell you how passionate I am about this. That's why I want to do a whole episode on that. I really do believe that applying these things will answer all the questions, most of the questions that I guess asked all the time. How do I turn this creativity into a business? How do I actually be successful? How do I build a community? Whatever it is, applying these principles are what is going to help bring you that success. And I want you guys to be successful. As lab rats, as people who are listening to this podcast, your job is to experiment. Even if you're taking one of these principles and applying it consistently, you will see results. That's what this is all about coming up with theories of what might work, experimenting on the process, and coming to a conclusion and seeing the results. That's what we're doing here today. So please reach out to me. I want to see you guys succeed, and I want to be a part of that process too. Anyway, love you guys. I'll catch you in the next one.